So it's almost like a niche, but the niche has grown probably beyond what people ever imagined. And if you, you know, do a little bit of research in it, you'll see that's the way that the world is turning. So I like to call it the new new because a lot of businesses such as like Nike, um, and I also just saw something with H&M where they're actually taking their business onto the metaverse also. Welcome back to another episode of When Hers United, the podcast. I'm your host, Nicole Walker, and I truly appreciate you listening in. This is Season 10, Episode 7, entitled International and Digital Real Estate with Shabika Melvin. Before we jump into the interview, I want to tell you more about me and When Hers United, the podcast. I believe that success leaves clues. And When Hers United, the podcast was created to give you the clues you need to succeed in business, mindset, personal development, and self-care. These are the four pillars we stand on here at When Hers United, which is why they are emphasized. So we all can live a complete and fulfilled life, both personally as well as professionally. If you love When Hers United, please invite someone you know to listen and tell your friend to tell a friend. Let's spread the knowledge, y'all. You know we believe in being empowered and empowering on. Now, without further ado, let's get into Season 10, Episode 7, entitled International and Digital Real Estate with Shamika Melvin. We're back with another amazing, winning woman of color entrepreneur, Shamika. Welcome. Hello, hello. Super excited to have you. So before we get started, I'm going to tell you more about Shamika. Shamika Melvin is a serial entrepreneur with a primary focus on real estate. As an international realtor with Keller Williams Punakana, she makes her clients' dreams come true by helping them get a piece of paradise. Shamika is also a digital sales agent with Tropiverse, better known as the Metaverse. Her Tropiverse clients buy digital land for their business or businesses to generate additional income streams. Being in the international and digital real estate industry has changed Shamika's life. She truly has a passion for helping others and loves to see her clients grow their real estate portfolio. Shamika, you got a lot going on. I am like, you know, you're talking about stuff that it's like, okay, I know what it is, but I don't know what it is. So I'm excited to learn more. Yes, yes. All right, so let's get started by you telling us what inspired you to get into real estate. Okay, well, I've always wanted to get into real estate since I was younger. I am a type of person that likes to help people, so I do feel like getting into the real estate market is also a way of helping people. Because so many people are looking for homes, and part of my general is affordable housing which that's a whole nother topic with mobile homes. 
So it was just key for me. And then when I heard about the international side, I was very intrigued. I received some information that I was happy to get involved with because it's a whole nother sector of the real estate game. And I like what I do. I actually love what I do. All right. All right. Good. Well, I love that. One of the questions that I used to ask on the earlier seasons of the podcast was, what did you want to be when you grew up? Right. Which, you know, I'm not sure if your answer is real estate, but I love the fact that it's something that you wanted to do for a long time. And fast forward to now, you're actually doing what you set out to do. All right. So for those that are thinking about getting into real estate, can you tell us the different ways that they can do so? You just mentioned like you do international stuff. You just mentioned affordable house. You mentioned mobile homes. Like I know it's a lot of facets to real estate. Yes. I'll start off with the international side. If you want to get into the international side, I would suggest looking into Dominican Republic, Punta Cana, because we are number one leading Caribbean states as far as tourism and as far as investors getting into the short-term rental market. So a lot of my investors, they buy property over in Dominican Republic so they can put it on platforms such as Airbnb. So it's a very profitable and easy way to get in as an investor and to get it started is way more simple than people typically think it is you basically need a passport and a reservation fee which could vary anywhere from 500 to 5000 and everything is processed through DocuSign and we do have lawyers that handle the contracts from the beginning to the end so that is one of the popular ways that investors are now getting into the market. Now, as far as the metaverse, Tropiverse, Tropiverse is a new launch of a metaverse. We're in like a pre-launch stage right now. As of January, we will be fully launched. And how the platform is set up, we have investors coming in buying digital land. Now, the digital land, you can actually build on the land just like you would do in the real world. So you can build a house, you can build a storefront. So any type of business that you can think of or that you already have that's existing, you can actually put it on the metaverse and you can have your clients come into the metaverse, meet you there and conduct business, whether it's virtually and even if it's physical regular business they can come in like for example to a shoe store and they will see the type of shoes that they like and they can order it in the store and then you can actually send it to them in the physical form so it's a new way to do the metaverse a lot of the metaverses now are gaming but we focus on business and our investors love that Mm, i like that and then as far as so you talked about like airbnb you know like all of those other just ways of um, facets of real estate, right? Like, tell us more. Yes. So in Dominican Republic, uh, the good thing is um, we have property management. So you as an investor will have no worries about your property. We're going to do the cleaning. We're going to do your calendar. We're going to make sure you're booked. And our, our rates of occupancy is 90%. So that's pretty high. 
So you will get your return on the money that you invest into your property. So that is a good idea to look into Airbnb internationally. And we make it easy for the investors because most of them, they don't have too much time to come out and visit and manage their property. So we offer property management, which also is at no cost upfront. It's a 70-30 split, 70 for the investor and 30% for the property management. Okay. 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 Good to know. All right. So you led into my next question, right? Like you're talking about something that I know goes totally over my head. Like I heard about it. I know it got to do with avatars and people, you know, creating the, the, Mm -hmm. the, the things that look like them on the internet, but this metaverse, right? Yeah. Like, what do you do in relation to real estate in the metaverse? Well, right now I'm just selling the digital land to my investors, but I do plan on purchasing a plot of land and putting the office front there so investors can come meet me in the metaverse and we can conduct business that way as well. Hmm. So how is that different from like how me and you, you know, for those that list that are listening, right? Like you hear us on this podcast, right? But we're also on Zoom and we see each other. So how different is it meeting in the metaverse versus, you know, meeting on Zoom or something like that? Well, it's totally, totally different. When you go into the metaverse, it's almost like you're out, like you're really in the real world. So you can walk around the metaverse. Like I said, you can conduct business in the metaverse. Things that you do here, you can do there. It's just a different way of doing it. It is a billion dollar industry that's leading towards a trillion dollar. So it's almost like a niche, but the niche has grown probably beyond what people ever imagined. And if you, you know, do a little bit of research in it, you'll see that's the way that the world is turning. So I like to call it the new, new, because a lot of businesses such as like Nike, um, and I also just saw something with H&M where they're actually taking their business onto the metaverse also. Hmm. So in the metaverse, when you're meeting with these people, like, are you sort of like a video game? Like you're there controlling your person or, you know, like y'all both are controlling y'all people at the same time in this metaverse? Yes, you're in control of your person. So yes, it's almost like a game figure, you know, you're going to create and then you will be in the metaverse as that figure. Okay, so then y'all chatting via, like, text, or you're texting for what you want your metaverse person to say and all of that? We're we're talking, just like how, like, me and you were talking now. You have, like, you can go in online, digitally, on some computers, um, but most people, 90%, they're going to go in uh, with the glasses. Okay, that's what I was thinking, too, those virtual reality glasses. Mm-hmm. interesting okay i, I ain't ready yeah. y'all i ain't ready more power to the new new i love it you know mm-hmm. that's a lot that's a lot right mm-hmm. um i think it's super cool though right like just more ways to do more things right yeah. interesting yeah interesting so i know that you got like some kind of certification or something in relation to that tell us more about that yes to become a digital agent with the Tropiverse, you must first complete a course. Once you complete that course, you will be tested. It's like about 50 plus questions. You have to receive a 90% 
to pass the test and then you will be a certified digital sales agent, which is what I am today. Okay. Yeah. All right. The process is not, it's not hard. It's not a hard process at all, but you must be certified to sell in. Okay. Well, congratulations. Mm -hmm. Look, that's awesome. Oh, and another thing I, I, I want to add to it. Some people who just want to see a stream of income, you don't necessarily have to conduct business in there. You can actually become a landlord. So we do have properties that are going up for rent. And then I, myself as an agent will help you find a tenant and that tenant will pay you a monthly rent, just like here. Uh, but some people may not can afford to buy. So just like in the U.S., we have renters as well. And then they can, you know, do whatever they want to do on the land and they will pay you rent. Another way people are doing it, they're coming in early, which means that we're in like a pre-launch stage. So once they buy their property, we will launch in about a couple of months and the prices are going to go up. So some people are actually going to sell for profit or either sell to upgrade to a bigger lot of land. Mm, so that's sort of like the buy and flip? Yeah, sort of like, like being a landlord or just buying and, yep, and flipping it without, you know, even doing anything to it, just waiting for that increase. Right. Interesting. Mm -hmm. So, hmm, look, you really got me going now. So the whole landlord thing. So, and my brain is stuck on physical, right? Because that's what I've been used to for these last 40 years of my life. So as a landlord, well, I know the thing, you know, you collect the rent, right? I guess that would be the same with that. But also responsibilities of the landlord is like to upkeep the house and things like that. Like what's the responsibility of a landlord in Metaverse? Well, it's going to be this pretty much the same as in the USA. But most of the people that are going to come into rent, I mean, it wouldn't really be anything to like upkeep because it's a brand new metaverse. And if they want, they can build a storefront or whatever business that they want to build on there. But we are required just as a regular U.S. for landlord duties. But remember, it's virtual. So it's a little different where we're not going to have like, oh, that's to come in to fix a toilet or, or something like that. Right, right. I love that. Okay. So I know in relation to getting clients, right? Like, and this is something that goes across many industries, right? Like you have to prospect and have sales calls, right? So a very important part of business, something that I myself needs to get better at. Give us some advice that you have in this area. Cause I know this is something that you do often. Okay. For me personally, the advice is to market yourself. If you don't market yourself, people won't know about your business. So I would say social media is really a big platform to find potential clients and also look into different groups. So say you're a realtor, you will want to look into those real estate groups and you will want to, you know, post what you do. Also, I would say invest in Canva. I mean, you can make all kinds of digital flyers that you can present on social media, but some people take social media lightly but it is a very big platform to get your clients and also take it the old fashioned way too. I have business cards. So if I'm at an event or just out in general, sometimes I will leave my business card. Like for example, I went and got my hair done today and I left my business cards at the salon for one of the businesses that I do. So you have to put yourself out there. 
And another thing is you must have like a calendar. Um, so when you do meet people, sometimes they may read your material, but they want to talk. They want to, you know, want to get a little personal, more of a feel. So you would have your calendar ready. You send them a link so they can schedule an appointment with you. Yeah, I like that. And I guess it's, you know, making that time, right? <sighs> yes. Like the, the time to meet people, then the time to talk talk to people. And that's what the calendar is for. So you put down the times that you're available. Like me personally, I don't have a lot of time because I'm working full time and I have multiple businesses. So the calendar is what helps me a lot with business. Right, right. So then in dealing with like these sales calls, right? Because I know a big thing for people in business or people in general, like me personally, like I don't like hearing the word no. Right. So if you ain't telling me yes, I don't want to talk to you, you know? Right. Sorry, not sorry. Right. Like I'm getting better though. I'm getting better because um I know that the no's don't define me. How did you deal with that in the beginning? Were you like immediately faced with all of these yeses or, you know, how did you navigate that terrain of um, getting on a call with this person, but I have to be realistic on whether or not it's going to turn into what I want it to turn into. Right. Well, I, I'm in different genres of business. So I could say for the metaverse so far, it's been yes, yes, yes. So I've been blessed with that. I have recruited a lot of agents under me. I've been selling digital land. So maybe that could be a niche for me. That's what it seems like. That's the angle it's going. But as far as a KW Punta Cana, I never received a direct no, but I have wasted a lot of time, but it's really not time wasted per se, because you always keep those people for later and go back and follow up with them. The issue that I have had and still have is people give me on the phone for an hour at a time. And then at the end of the conversation, they say they don't have all the money for the deposit or they have the deposit, but they're not going to have the down payment, you know, or can we do this in a few months? So you have to learn how to deal with the words later, because usually it's always they want to do it later and you have to learn how to deal with the words no, which is, it may be hard, but remember People could say no today and say yes tomorrow. So always keep those people, you know, in the back pocket just in case and follow with them at a later time. Mm, I like that. I like that. So like you said, it's not wasted time. It's time spent, time invested, right? And mm -hmm. it sounds like you learn something from each of your different calls that allows you to handle the calls better. Yes. It makes me think of, so recently I did a sales call training with one of my coaches. She brought in someone to do a sales call training with us. And during the call, she actually had us fill out a survey to determine what kind of sales personality we have, because some people have like, um, I don't want to say aggressive. I'm trying to remember, but it's, it's more like outgoing introverted versus extroverted, right? right? So your sales personality could be introverted or could be extroverted and things like that. And then depending on who you're talking to, they may like to receive in a certain way, right? So it was really cool because it told us how to handle, you know, all of the different personalities. Cause just like you have a selling personality, you have a buying personality. And one of the things in relation to what you said is having pre-screening questions. Like, so maybe in your calendar invite, you know, just maybe being straight up, like, do you have this amount of money to invest? Do you have this amount of money for a down payment? And having a person answer that question so that you can know whether or not you need to get on a call with these people because 
we can't get no more time back. And, you know, I know how busy you are. Y'all, so I didn't tell y'all a secret, right? Like, Shamika is my aunt in real life, but I call her my cousin because we are in the same age bracket, right? So super, super, super excited to have her on the podcast. So I know a lot about her, right, outside of business, but a lot of this business stuff I don't know because we always talk about the kids and vacations and things like that, right? But going back to that, so, like, I know how we both don't have all of this extra time, so I thought that that tip that they gave was a great tip to kind of weed people out, so to say, you know, like, mm -hmm. yeah, maybe on one day when I might have all this extra time, I could talk to you, even though you might not have the money. Right. But if I don't have that time, then I know, like, I can't schedule this call with you right now. Right. I mean, I could give you a little tip. You may already be doing this, but for, like I said, I have multiple businesses. So for one of my businesses, I set up a five minute consultation. So in five minutes, I need to, well, actually, sometimes I, I go pretend and it's free. Then I know, and this is really with the real estate stuff, because I do help people in certain areas with real estate. So then I know in 10 minutes, are you going to book me or are you wasting my time? So it's 10 minutes and that's it. So that's a good thing. Now with the KW folks, it's kind of a little bit more entailed. People tend to lie. Mm. They email me and when we inbox and they're, they're telling me they're ready. You know, let's make a call. I'm ready. I, I got money. And then when we get on the phone, it's a, a different story. Right. So, yeah. So that's just something that comes along with the territory. So I think it's just part of the game, you know? Right. Right. Okay. Okay. But I love how even with all of that, right, like realizing, you know, it may be some people that's serious. It may be some people that's not right. But if you encounter people that act like they want to do business with you, seem like they serious, but get on a call and are not serious, right, to just continue to push forward, because the more you go, the more you will find your people. Right. right? Yeah. We got merch. Go to winhersunited.com forward slash shop to check out the WinHers t-shirts. There are two options available for you in multiple colors. Get one for you and a friend. One is called the WinHers Courageous t-shirt and the other is called the WinHers Birthright t-shirt. The material is top notch and the designs are too cute. Remember, you're a WinHer every day. So you might as well wear the t-shirt. Get yours today at winhersunited.com forward slash shop. All right. So let's switch over a little bit, right? Let's talk some mindset things. And yeah, let's talk mindset, right? So I know that you've been pushing toward full-time entrepreneurship for almost 20 years, right? Like 20 <laughs> years into the entrepreneurial thing, juggling this, juggling that, trying to find find what your thing is, right? Mm -hmm. And as I was thinking about that, I'm like, I would call that perseverance. Like you giggled a little bit, right? Like, dang, that sounds crazy. But at the end of the day, to me, it's perseverance, right? Because you could have said, oh, forget this entrepreneurship thing. It's not my thing. But it's like, no, I'm going to figure out how to make this thing work, right? Mm -hmm. So what strategies do you use to keep going when things don't work out or when things don't look the way you want them to look? Well, I wouldn't say a particular strategy. It's more so the will and the push to accomplish my goals because I don't feel that I'm a worker. I mean, yes, I go to work every day. I have, you know, pay bills put food on the table, but I don't think that's me. 
you know? So I'm pushing myself to be the woman that I'm destined to be. It may not happen in the exact time that I want it to happen, but I know that one day it will happen. So every day I just say, keep going, keep going. I mean, yes, some days I have days where I'm like, oh my goodness, it's a rough day. I didn't get any sales. I didn't get any feedback, you know, but it's going to be days like that that you just have to keep pushing. And then as I look at my children, my responsibilities, and I know what I want for myself, I just keep going. And another good thing is to surround yourself with like-minded people. Uh, so I am in a few different groups, like online with people who have a similar mindset. So we also keep each other motivated. Okay. I love that. I love that. So as I was listening, right, I heard positive affirmations, right? Like a lot of times we have to encourage ourselves, mm -hmm. quiet the negative self-talk. It didn't sound like you had that, but I know that's one of the things that I deal with where it's like the sky is falling, the sky is falling, mm -hmm. you know, and I have to quiet that voice, right? And, and tell it, you know, we're safe, we're good, mm -hmm. it's going to work out. You know, some of the things that you were saying, I also heard you talk about knowing your why, right? Like your children being one of your whys and helping you to push forward. And I wonder if like, you know, I'm a data person, right? So you, what you said made me actually want to do a data, but it'll be a lot of analysis time because we have over 150 episodes. But if I had a dollar, right? For every time somebody said the circle you keep or the people that you keep around you, Right. I, I'd be able to, you know, take myself out to a nice dinner. You know, I'm speaking of the women on this podcast alone. Right. Like that circle is so, so, so important. So I'm glad that you mentioned that. Right. And I think they are strategies. Right. Like we don't realize some of the things that we just innately do. It's a strategy. Right. For a person that's not doing it like this is what you could do to get yourself over into this lane and, you know, moving in this particular fashion. Yes, absolutely. All right. So let's talk about some of the ways or resources that you've used to grow yourself in the real estate industry. So you you kind of alluded like, Shamika, you taking my thunder, right? Because you're getting ahead of me, you know, with your answers, jumping into my questions now. So I know you talked about Facebook groups, but um, talk to us a little bit more about ways that you grew your knowledge, you know, and honed your skills in relation to real estate. I am very keen on having an mentor. So in every genre that I'm in, I pretty much have a mentor. In the Keller Williams group, a lady named LaShonda, she is the broker of basically of the real estate group that I'm in. And she's how I got to uh, KW Kuntakana. She's been in the real estate game over 20 years. Uh, she's a phenomenal lady that lives in Georgia. And she's like, she really will push and motivate you. So I think a mentorship is very important. There's nothing wrong with having someone in your life that has more than you, that you inspire to, you know, one day get on that same level that they're on. So I think everybody who's trying to make it in whatever certain industry they're in, mentorship is a great idea to get involved in. So yeah, I would say in, in the groups are definitely um, a good thing to get into like-minded business groups on social media platforms. And I'm in a few right now, currently, that I enjoy, you know, talking to other people who have the same similar, you know, ambitions and goals. So, you know, we push each other forward. 
you know, and even building some friendships. Um, you have to realize that as you grow, you're going to outgrow some friends. Not necessarily that you have to cut them off, but you have to create space and allow new friendships into your life. Because when they say new, no new friends, I don't believe in that. Because the new friends that I met, guess what? We have invested together. We have made money together. And most of those old friends, 90%, we have done nothing but chitter chat. And I'm trying to build and move forward. Listen, look, that's a whole, let's, let's drop the mic. Let's drop the mic. Okay. You reminded me and I speak meme, all of my loyal, all of the loyal listeners out there. Y'all know that I always got a meme to reference, right? So you reminded me of a meme or something I saw somewhere in the social media streets, right? That said a stranger will support you faster than your quote unquote family and friends. Well, I want to quote unquote them, right? But your family and friends, right? So right right don't be afraid and i agree with you like it took a while for me to realize like and i was like wait no new friends heck yeah new friends because a lot of my old friends i don't even think they really like me right so i'll be sitting here in this circle of people that really don't like me exactly. you know and then there's people out there that will like me for me i don't got to change for them to like me you know and we can go forth and be great right and, and i don't have to you know be around people that you got me questioning myself because why you don't like you know like i'm questioning is something wrong with me you know, when the fact is you don't like me and that's okay, but why are we around each other, right? Like, why are we around each other? And I love that. And most of the time, it's not even about um, them not liking you. They, It's about you growing and them staying still. So they don't mm. want to see you grow. I'm going through that right now. I'm still present since 40 years old. I'm watching people distance themselves from me, not respond like they used to to me, but it's it's okay. It's all part of my growth and I'm seeing people, you know, for who they really are. And I'm just going to move forward and create better and new friendships. Right. Yes. I love that spin. Mm -hmm. All right. So I want to take a step back into what you were talking about as far as mentors, right? I think that's great, great advice. And you were saying it's okay to have people around you that are doing better than you. I want to take that a step further and say that's hashtag goals, not just okay. It should yes. be an aspiration, right? Because what do they say? If you're the smartest person in the room, you're in the wrong room, right? Because yes. how are you going to grow? Like you need somebody that's doing better than you to, to give you ideas of things to aspire to, right? To teach you how to get to the level that they're on, right? Like yes. how are you going to get to the next level if you don't have that example in front of you in some kind of way? And if that person is not somebody physically in, in your life, then it needs to be somebody you know, out in the internet or, you know, Oprah or, you know, um, who I love, Brene Brown or, you know, different people that are in your lane that are doing a thing that you can study and see what they did and figure out how you can implement those things in your life. Right. So definitely hashtag goals. Mm -hmm. And I believe that that also goes into like abundance mindset. Right. Mm -hmm. And not fearing, you know, like because I do believe it's, it's enough for all of us, you know, and yes. You know, I also believe in the power of proximity, right? Like instead of looking at it as a bad thing or being jealous of a person that has more, like if you next to a person that got more stuff, then that could possibly mean you got more stuff coming to you very soon. Right, right. You know, so that's another way to look at it, right? But I want to talk about these Facebook groups, like, and I know you've told me about many groups that you're in. How did you find the groups for people that, you know, like whatever market or industry or niche they may be in you know that like some tips on how they can find different Facebook groups to join and possibly learn from well the main group that I'm in was at, is actually a paid group 
that I've been in for over a year. My Meta Gentleman Online, he calls his stuff rich. And he has a lot of franchises, a lot of businesses. And I watched him. I really watched him for two years online. And he created a class. Basically, we had a year long of different kind of classes, such as like drop shipping, Forex, all kind of classes like that. Uh, but we had to pay a membership and uh, the class is over, but we still have the group. So the people still intertwine. And that's how I met some of my business partners in that group. So you can do paid groups like that, or you can just simply search for groups on Facebook and find those kind of groups. And some, some people actually have their own private groups. Like someone just invited me to a group uh, with like-minded people and I'm in that, but that was free. So it's just about doing the research and, you know, seeing what people have to offer. Because some people are offering um, different kind of groups that you can go on paid or unpaid. So that's how I found the groups, just by um, doing research and watching people, researching people to see, like, who they really are before, you know, I put my time into it. Okay. Okay. So that sounds like those keywords, right? So whatever word is associated with your industry. So for me... I put in podcasting or podcast or podcaster, and I found a lot of different groups on Facebook. You probably put in what real estate investor, mm-hmm. right? Okay, I like that. So whatever word is associated with your industry, look up that word. You know, think of different words that go along with those words, and you know, you'll find some groups in relation to that. I love your advice as far as I watch the people first, right? Because mm-hmm. I know one of the things that I've been guilty of in the past is, you know, just jumping in head first. If I think I quote unquote like a person or they give me a good initial vibe, right? Which anybody could give you a good initial vibe. You know, I may jump head in and invest. And then sometimes, you know, I ended up getting bitten behind behind it, right? So I love that advice to actually pay attention and, you know, kind of feel the person out before investing your money so that you can guard yourself from being disappointed. It's probably not foul proof, you know, but it may be mm-hmm. some kind of barrier that you're putting in between, you know, to, to yes. keep yourself safe because it is a lot of people claiming to know something and do something and yeah, and don't know anything. Listen, okay. <laughs> and and we and we just we just gonna leave that one right there. Right. All right. So you talked about the many things you juggle, right? And it's so funny that you actually mentioned it because I had already wrote a question on it, right? I'm like, Shamika is just half psychic. She all in my business, y'all. I did not send her the questions that I have here, right? And she just she just know what I'm going to say. Mm-hmm. But anywho, so like you juggle many things, right? Like you talked about it, full-time employment, entrepreneurship. You didn't talk about motherhood, but I know that's part of your bio. And for you, everyone that wants to read her full bio, go to mm-hmm. the show notes, right? But motherhood of two humans as well as a dog, right? Being in a relationship and, 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 right? So- a lot of people, and I, I can relate, right? Like, minus the relationship and the and the and the pet. I'm not doing the pet thing right now, right? <laughs> but um, <laughs> minus that, like, I always have a lot going on. And people usually ask me, like, how do you do all of the things, right? But my question for you is, how do you stay organized, you know, with the limited amount of time you have and just being able to have your hands in the things that you have your hands in? Well, honestly, I'll tell you, I'm a type of person that's, all over the place, but I try to make everything work because if I see like an opportunity that I'm interested in, I go for it. But right now I'm on a standstill um, because I have a lot of stuff in front of me right now. So I'm trying to, 
you know, focus on those things before I do something else because I am thinking about doing something else. But um, yeah, you just have to learn how to juggle. Like the good thing with me, with my uh, my career job, well, my job, let's say career, I'm off three days a week. So those days that I'm off, like on the weekend, I can focus a little bit more on my family, on my children. Wednesdays is when I kind of focus on uh, business because I can't tend to get to everyone during the week because, you know, I have to go to work. So it is a lot to juggle. So between um, just having motivation, just having a calendar, just having goals, I try to keep myself as focused as I can and as organized as I can. But I am all over the place. But somehow I just I just make it work. I'm not saying that it's easy because sometimes when I'm doing stuff with business, my fiance might want my attention. You know, my children might want my attention. My dog might want my attention. But you have to have a clear understanding with your household, the goals that you are trying to accomplish, and they should be helping you strive towards those goals as well. So then you're all you're all set in that area you don't have to you know worry about you know any conflicts you know going on as you try to you know scale your businesses so my family they they understand you know they're helpful uh they're supporting so that helps me a lot i like that i like that so for me like personally if i don't write something down like you know sometimes my memory do me good sometimes she be on point you know and me and her be walking in the same lane at the same pace and sometimes i'll be walking ahead of her and she'd be back behind right and i'd be forgetting the things i'm supposed to remember right so for me personally if i don't write things down on a list you know or use the notepad in my phone and write things in a notepad i will not remember those things like do you have any applications or anything like that that you use besides your calendar link that keeps you on point yes i have a little notebook i've been having a little notebook since i was 20 years old <laughs> so i write everything um down in my notebook to help me sometimes I, sometimes i forget and it's just key memory or like you said my calendar but i'm starting now of, as of lately to start writing things down more because even millionaires like I'm involved with, you know, my the multiple business. I've seen the multimillionaires having a notebook and writing stuff down. So you have to always write things down. Yes. Right. I believe I love writing it. things down. All right. Look, listen. It's tried and true, y'all. It's tried and true, you know, and for all of our millennials or people that are extra green you know like I said we have the notepads in our phone it's something you know I go I switch in between between my phone and my notebook but it's something about and I actually did the research like mm -hmm. when you write stuff down it yeah. does something in your brain yeah, to help you remember it yeah. yeah even more right so it's it's scientific y'all it's scientific mm -hmm. all right so let's talk about self-care right so when we talk so let me let y'all know right just because Shamika is my family I didn't cut any corners with her right she had to have the pre-interview just like everybody else had to have the pre-interview like we we do things the way we do things because I want to show up as the best for you all I totally appreciate your support and listening in right so during our call when I spoke to Shamika and we talked about some of the topics that we'd be talking about today she brought up a self-care practice that I don't know if anyone else talked about on the podcast. And I thought it was super, super cool. So let's talk foot detoxes, right? Like what are they <laughs> and how do they help you? Right. Because, you know, like we preach self-care here, self-care is so important, but it comes in many different forms. And I thought a foot detox was something that deserves a highlight on today's episode. 
Okay. Yes, my fiance and I are part of a spa um, in our area and they do foot detoxes. So basically you, you come in and they're going to soak your feet <laughs> and all the toxins that's in your body is going to be released. Mm. A person like me or somebody that, you know, works a lot, has multiple businesses. If you get that twice a week, that will really help you inside and out. You feel good um, after that cleansing. It's so good to the point that we recently been discussing investing in our own foot spa, but we found out it's not as expensive as we thought it was because we want to start doing it more on a regular basis. So we're doing it maybe like twice a month, maybe, you know, every other week, but we think we need to start doing it like twice a week, at least minimum, maybe three times. So we're going to actually invest soon in our own, but yes, it does. If you look it up, it does help detoxify your body and you will actually see it because when you have your feet in the water, there are certain colors that's going to change too. And you know, you know, basically what was released out of your body. Mm, mm, I like that. I might have to look, look, I might have to go on old trusty Groupon y'all. Cause look, I go on Groupon. First time we went, we did use a Groupon. Yes. Listen, that's love. Me and Groupon get along real well. That's how I do a lot of my outside the box experiences by seeing what Groupon got to offer. I like that though. So now don't get me wrong. So I have seen like some of these, I don't know if it's commercials. It can be commercials because I don't watch regular TV, right? Some kind of advertisement. Let's just say advertisement where it's sort of like, um, it reminds me of like a back patch that they put on the people's foot, you know, and it, oh, the, yes. the, that's what it is. No, no, no. Oh no, that's not what it is, but okay, that is a form you can get. I did see that when I was browsing on Amazon. I have never really tried it per se, but, um, I have saw that. Okay. So this is different. So this one, they probably got some, they have something specific in the water. Your, your feet are going to be in water. Yes. Okay. Okay. All right. Y'all look, listen, you know, we yeah. always looking for something new to do, right? Mm-hmm. That's the idea. Self-care comes in many forms. Yeah. All right. So we love to talk about wins, right? Cause when hers have wins, right? So tell us about your latest win and why it's important to you. My latest win? Hmm. My latest win. Well, I probably have a few. <laughs> well, I guess my latest win is back to Tropiverse. So this morning I recruited a new agent and I think she's gonna do very well. Um, she's also a realtor, so she's gonna actually be buying digital land and bringing her business to the metaverse. And she already has like 20 investors that's interested because before she, we even had our call today, she was telling people about our call, about what we offer, and they are set, ready to go and learn. So that's going to bring in more investors for Tropiverse. So it's this morning was definitely a win. Yes. Okay. Listen. Mm-hmm. I love it. I love it. So, so how many people do you have under you in the choppy verse? Right now I have like 10 people under me. Okay. Mm -hmm. Look, and you just started recently when you, how long ago Mm -hmm. you started? It's been about two months. I said, I caught on fast. 
<laughs> right. Okay. Okay. Listen, she out here doing the thing. Look, if y'all want to get into that metaverse, y'all gonna have to do it and just let me know how I go. Cause like I said, I ain't ready yet, but you know, I'm more power, more power, more power. You're ready. I'm here because you can bring that podcast to the metaverse. Are you serious? Yeah, you can bring anything to the metaverse. It's a it's a different a clientele for the metaverse. So that's all right. We got we're gonna have to we're gonna have to talk y'all now she's talking about taking the podcast y'all, y'all know how i am about this podcast right i want to take this podcast as far as i could take it right so we might have to take it to the metaverse y'all we might have to take it to the metaverse yeah. all right shamika so tell us what being a win her means to you being a win her means a woman who is striving for goals a woman who is empowered a woman who is courageous, a woman that is strong-willed, a woman of purpose. That's what it means to me. Okay. So the win her t-shirt, y'all, because I don't y'all have y'all been listening to the advertisement that's in the middle? Yeah. So we have the win her courageous t-shirt, right? And it's in the form of a definition. And it one of them is called the win her courageous t-shirt. And it has the definition at the, so it has two, like one, you know, sometimes when you look at a definition, it has number one, number two, number three, where the word can mean several different things. But on the shirt, number two says, I am her and she is me. And that's what I thought of when I heard your definition of win her, right? Yes. <laughs> Look, okay, I send you the link. I send you the link, honey. <laughs> All right. So, do you have any parting words of advice for us? Parting words of advice is to never give up and keep pushing forward. You got it. All right. So, tell us where we can find you. Uh, you can find me at Shamika Melvin on Facebook. Uh, you can find me on my phone at 678. 678- Four eight nine twelve fifty, and my email is smelvin at kw dot do. Dot d is in dog, o is in octopus. Yes, and that is an international email, so that's how you know it's in Dominican Republic. Do means international for Dominican Republic. Oh, okay. All right, now <laughs> look, she's showing out, y'all. She is showing out, honey. All right, Shamika. Oh my goodness, I learned so much. Look, and we talk often. Like I, I never thought of taking the podcast to the to the metaverse. I never thought of that. Right. So super grateful for that insight and just really learning more about you know this whole new world that's evolving around us. Because I definitely believe that. What do they say? Like stay up to date or get left behind, right? Yeah. So I don't want to get left behind, right? So you definitely enlighten me to some things, and I'm just really enjoying watching your journey and so excited to see where it goes. I really enjoyed this interview with Shamika and I hope you did as well. My takeaway for today is to do more research into the metaverse so I can stay up to date with the changes that are happening around me. I was shocked when Shamika told me that I can take Win Her United the podcast to the metaverse. I definitely want to explore this more. What's your takeaway from this episode? Send me an email and let me know. My email is winhersunited at gmail.com. I would love to hear from you. One of my models is sharing is caring. 
So I sure hope that you care to share. Also, don't forget to go to winhersunited.com forward slash podcast to find the show notes for this episode, to read Shamika's full bio, to get the links to connect with Shamika, to get the Cash App handle for Winhurst United, to get the direct link to my Buy Me a Coffee page, to get the link to get your Winhurst t-shirt, and more. We'll be back in two weeks with another amazing, winning woman of color entrepreneur. But until then, as always, be empowered and empower on.